0: Hi everybody, this is Matt Lawton. This is the Astrological Winds Channel. I'm going to take a look at the Astrological Weather Report for the week of April 11th through the 17th. And um, big week of changes. Um, A lot of what is going on this week I talked about at length in the April monthly weather report a couple weeks ago. So I would say you know i'm not going to go as much into detail as the on these two big shifts this week but i will mention them and um but if you want more detail please go to the april monthly blog and um take a look at, and take a listen to that because i it's definitely two big big things and that is you know, Saturn squaring the nodal axis, which is today on Monday. And then tomorrow, Jupiter conjuncting Neptune for the first time in 13 years. They're beginning a new synodic cycle. So just a little business first. If you want to get in touch with me for any reason, best way to get me is through my email. M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. That's m a t t. H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. And if you need any kind of professional reading, um, need to get in touch with me for any other reason, that's the way to do it. I will go through the information at the end again, but I know some people have told me, oh, don't get to the end. How do I get in contact with you? So I just want to give you that really quickly right at the beginning. And remember, this is a free service I offer each week. So please, the best way to pass to um, pay me back is to pass it on to someone else that you think might be interested in. And if you, anybody you know, including yourself, needs a reading, I've been doing readings for 22 years professionally, so that you know would be helpful too. But real quick, big changes this week. I really think we're gonna see some very key events in the world, especially like on the social, political kind of spectrum. Um, the Saturn Square of the Nodes is really showing that um a lot of the things that are going on in society, Saturn is a societal planet, and um with Jupiter, so it's like collective society. It's and and, and what it's showing is a lot of the structures that we've built into society are falling apart. They're they're under tension, they're under stress. And they've reached what a point where old stuff has to be let go of so that new stuff can come in. But there's like this inhibition that's holding back a lot of that energy and the world is having a really hard time adapting to it. And we can look, you know, just at what's going on over in Europe between Russia and Ukraine as a perfect example of that. Like, you know, just seeing that like things that You know, the way they are, are not working, you know, and things are falling apart, and that, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, um, you know, weaknesses being exposed in alliances, things like that, you know, so like, you know, and on a personal level, you know, we can actually, you know, feel this through separations from groups, from family members, could be even deaths, things like that. But it's definitely a time of like almost what I would call karmic reckoning for the world, like, and the structures we've built in it and the way they're inhibiting us now from being able to move ahead as a society and culture together. And and so we're really reaching this critical point where things are really like, you know, the structures are falling apart and it's very, very hard to adapt to it now, you know, just like the economy is another thing where we're seeing runaway inflation, supplies not available, things like that. So there's a lot of, you know, like I said, it's a societal thing mainly and and it really shows that, you know, there's a lot of issues in society's normal structures and foundations that are cracking right now and, and really are in need of like, An upgrade in the way things are going to be done. Um, And so, and then the Tuesday, the Jupiter conjunction to Neptune in Pisces, both the, the sign, they both kind of rule together. And so they're both very strong there. And what they like about Pisces is that it's a very spiritual, compassionate, um, inspiring sign, which is what both those planets like. So, you know, the last time they conjuncted was back in May of 2009 in Aquarius. And this time they're, they're conjuncting in Pisces. And like I said, I went through a lot more detail with this in the monthly report, but in effect, you know, this is really about, um, a spiritual awakening that's occurring underneath everything and that, you know, a lot of people are really like um, having a lot of what I would call like um, upgrades to their spiritual path, mystical experiences, a greater connection to spirit or religion or whatever their higher power is. So there's a lot of inspiration coming out of that, a lot of imagination coming out and people adjusting their spiritual paths. Um, people like being inspired um, artistically and creatively because you know they're value they're they're wanting to put their values into the real world. So this is really like a lot about upgrading our our values and philosophies of life on an individual level, but it's occurring on a, like a collective level too. You know, Jupiter once again is a planet, a social planet, and Neptune is a planet that is, like, just a spiritual evolutionary planet that's pulling the whole human race in a certain direction. So, like, you know, Pisces is all about unification, but it's also about, like, you know, sometimes, like, being so stuck on what we believe in that it's a us-against-them attitude. So, like, I really think there'll be a lot of key events in the world this this week that where it exposes a lot of that stuff. You know, the um, you know, the the inability to adapt to things and and the um, you know, where like different ideals are clashing with one another that people have in a us versus them attitude. But yet at the same time You know, on individual levels, I think a lot of people are, like, really wanting to move beyond a lot of these old paradigms. And, like, you know, and so it's really going to be in our face in world events. But... Please go back to the monthly if you'd like to get a lot more detail on both of those aspects. I go over them a lot more in the monthly, and I have other things I really want to talk about. The main things I want to talk about this week is we've got a full moon at 27 degrees Libra, which is locked into a really tough T-square with Pluto and Eris. Um, And then we also have Mars changing signs this week into Pisces. So those are the two main things I'd really like to talk about. And like I said, if you want more detail on the other two, go back to the monthly. Um, So Another thing that's also happening on Tuesday, quick first, is the sun is sextiling Saturn. So this is really solid energy. This is really a good day to like build some structure and foundation into your life, to find like different opportunities that allow you to do that, to get something like foundational into your in into the real world, you know, that and and to put energy and focus and concentration on that. And And it's, you know, a good day just to get work done, to really focus. It's interesting, too. It is on Tuesday, which is Mars Day of the Week, which, once again, is a good day to be really active and working on the things that, you know, your projects or your work, your job, whatever it may be. um, Great focus, um, great ability on organizing levels, planning levels, administrative levels, um, you know, just... Of the ability to move a lot of physical energy that day if you want to so like so that's a that's that's a really interesting um um a good day for just building and and moving stuff on Tuesday and Thursday is the day that Mars goes into Pisces which is kind of interesting um you know on on a bigger level I think sometimes Mars and Pisces can be dangerous because like that's when people can get really stuck on their belief systems as, like, groups and stuff and kind of really adopt this you're-with-us-or-against-us attitude, you know? So it can almost be the energy of, like, say, a religious war, you know? Like, say, like, think about something like the Crusades or the battling between, you know, Jewish people and the Palestinians. It's kind of like... people stuck on what their values their ideals their religion their philosophy is and you know if they can't like um preach it out and get other people to come along with them then a lot of times they will force they will try to force people to believe what they believe so it can be dangerous on the level of society by fueling or feeding or fanning differences that people end up going to battle over or countries end up going to war over, that kind of thing. So I don't think it's a good sign really for, um, you know, what's going on over in Russia and Ukraine and anywhere else where there's warfare. You know, it really may ratchet this up where people get really entrenched in the I'm right, you're wrong, or we're right, they're wrong kind of position and turn it into this like very zealot influencer driven kind of energy of like, you know, like who's on higher moral ground or something, you know, kind of energy. But um on a personal level, because you know, Mars is a personal planet and it has to do with our actions. When it goes into Pisces, we can actually experience like a lot of loss of physical energy um, that we normally can access. And it can really, you know, feel like it's dissipating a lot of our ability to do what we want to do so it can actually lessen our self-confidence it can like lessen our passion for things you know and it can also make us really sensitive to other people especially people who are kind of intense or environments that are noisy intense environments they may you know we may get really really sensitive in places like that and really need to um separate ourselves from those people or those environments to find some kind of peacefulness and stuff. But I mean, it also on a positive side really inspires people to do like charitable type acts, like serving Others, you know, um, really can be less egotistical when it's positive and wants to really help others out and can be tolerant of others' viewpoints and where they're coming from and even what they do and be understanding and be able to work with that and want to work with that. So really interesting shift. It's a little bit concerning for sure. On a societal level, because it can, like I said, feed the flames of the us versus them, get people warlike and defensive. But on the um, individual level may not have the energy we normally have, but we have a lot of like compassion and tolerance and want to be of service in some way to others or the greater good. Okay, and then the other really big event this week and really is the biggest event of the week. It's next Saturday, the full moon is in Libra, uh, 27 degrees, and the sun will be conjunct Eris, the goddess of change and chaos and all that at the same time, so the moon will be opposite not only the sun, but Eris, and then Pluto locks into a T-square at the apex of this, so that really... Makes it a very difficult assignment. This one, it's like you know, we can really be exposed to a lot of deep, intense energy and see not only in ourselves but in others a lot of the shadow negative stuff, and it can really bring a lot of chaos into our lives. And 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 you know, people can have a tendency especially with Pluto involved, to get, like, you know, really into these, like, defensive, almost malevolent kind of positions. Once again, in places where there's violence going on, it's going to feed that violence. It's going to feed destruction. It's And, and this is, like, you know, on an individual level, we can really self-destruct with this kind of energy, you know. It's just, um, it's not, um, not an easy assignment. I mean, when you think about Moon and Libra, Moon and Libra wants harmony. It wants balance. It wants to connect with other people. It's all about the other, you know, and does not feel comfortable if, you know, the other is not comfortable emotionally too and wants to, like, you know, literally talk things out to, you know, try to get to a place of harmony again and yet it's opposite the sun in Aries which is you know the tension is between the two of them because the sun is all about it me and and not worrying about what the other thinks. so there's this you know the sun energy and us our wills our egos want to push ahead with what we want to do And the moon in Libra is like, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm not comfortable if that is out of harmony with others that I want to, you know, feel like I'm creating some kind of harmony with others with my actions and not being so out of step. But when the sun is conjunct Eris, it shows that the individual is really going through a lot of changes right now. And, you know, and and the energy coming off that can be very chaotic and upsetting to others who are used to you being a different way, upsetting to your own emotions, even, that are used to being another way. And then you throw in the Pluto part, and it's pretty much like, okay, you know, shadow stuff is coming up. Shadow stuff, you know, in the moons in Libra, and it has a lot to do with relationships and, you know, and, you know, just... Heavy, heavy, deep emotions that are being exposed within ourselves and probably through our relationships. So it's really easy to see a lot of the imbalances. What's interesting too is the sun and Eris are also conjunct the asteroid Pallas Athene, which, once again, just like that Pisces energy, is showing that there's a difference in what people value. That may be driving a lot of like the tension and the need of like individuals to like want to like break free of relationships or things like that that they feel like is holding them back. So we may really see where like differences of opinions, difference of what we value is really like, you know, creating a lot of the tension and difficult energy beneath us. And people want to fight for those values. Pluto and Pallas, you know, those are warrior type energies. You know, they want to fight for what they believe in. And the problem is when you fight Pluto with the sun and moon Pluto, you end up, possibly creating your own self-destruction, you know, that, you know, you end up getting into power struggles with other people, um, attracting authorities that, you know, may feel threatened by you, um, getting into situational and mechanical breakdowns where things just seem to be falling apart and need to be like either reformed completely or, tossed out and purged so that you know something new can come in from the outside and replace it so there's a lot of like this really intense energy and it's going to be really really hard to balance it you know despite Libra's desire to do that she's got a lot of things working against her right now you know and and the moon Pluto can really You know, we can really take that deep inside and really chew ourselves and others up internally, you know, a lot of self-talk inside of like intense energy, you know, just really can get obsessive, overly obsessive about things and blow things out of proportion, can get kind of into a brooding zone, too, where we're really chewing inside up, you know, ourselves and others around us, so very, very, put. now we do have a couple things that could help us out in resolving some of this stuff. One of them is the moon is also going to be trining Saturn at the same time, and although that's not you know going to bring in joy or anything, what it may do is like show us the steps we need to take. <coughs> Excuse me, that we need to take in like an organized manner to start to deal with, like, the entanglements that we're in. And, you know, it's definitely a serious kind of attitude about it. But it's like, okay, you know, it can see, like, oh, there's certain things I can do about this. There's certain things I have the ability to do. And if I can, you know, be serious about it, change some of these things and, you know, purge some of these things out. Um, the other thing is, is that Venus is the ruler of this full moon and that's a good thing if you remember venus went into pisces recently so it's a sign that it's exalted in and it's very happy there so i mean and not only that but it's also sextiling um a mercury uranus conjunction this weekend so What I see that is, is that other people actually can bring you in some really interesting information that you may need to help resolve some of the riddles and puzzles and confusion that's in your life right now. So like, you know, different people, usually like family, friends, people like that, can really bring in something that is very useful to you. In order to entangle some of this stuff, it's interesting too because the, the um, you know Venus um, going to the Mercury um, Uranus is showing that you know there's opportunities to like share that info and to really be able to express what we're feeling and get it out there, and then take in some of these new ideas for ourselves and like use them to inspire us and um to make changes. So and, and can maybe even make them relatively quickly with Uranus involved. But like it's really like some great ideas that come in through other people. And then no and those aspects actually are exact on Sunday. So what I think it's interesting about that is that on you know Saturday we may go through this heavy Full moon, you know, contemplation and, you know, a lot of the issues that, you know, like I said, we're having in relationships versus what you need as an individual versus what a relationship may need. And this like transformation and change going on. It may feel really heavy on Saturday, you know, we may get into some battles, even with people and stuff. By Sunday, I think like, you know, with the with the Venus, the ruler of the full moon, sextiling that mercury uranus conjunction in taurus i think like you know what we'll do is we'll go through this period on saturday of like really like looking at that stuff deeply and then on sunday we'll want to open up the lines of communication and connect with other people about the things that we see and you know the things that have sparked us and, you know, and get that new info. So, you know, remember with the full moon in your chart, you want to look at, see where 27 degrees Libra is, and that's the house that your full the full moon is falling in in your chart, and that will be the area of life that will be most exposed. And then you look across the chart at where 27 Aries is, where the sun is, and that's the other house that will be affected so they're forming an axis so one of the axes six axes in this in the how in that with the houses will be triggered in all of our charts and that will really show us where this full moon is exposing this energy where you know things really are at a crux of needing to change and honoring your individual path and somehow trying to keep balance with others too. So, very interesting, challenging week on that level. Um, like I said, a couple of those long term things perfecting this week. And then we have Mars going into Pisces and this full moon all challenging us this week. And I think a lot of it, once again, has to do with like each individual. Finding, you know, what's that right spot for them? That's that, you know, Sun and Eris and even Chiron and Aries. Knowing, you know, we have to take care of ourselves first before we're effective in taking care of anybody else or the or anything in the world. So, really, a you know, real good weekend to like really look at that stuff deeply, and then start to like communicate it out and bring in the changes you wanna bring in, especially ones that are being brought to you by others, you know, through relationships and, you know, make those adjustments to your path then afterwards. All right, this is Matt Lawton. This is the Astrological Winds channel. Um, it's on YouTube every week. And if you have a YouTube account, you can become a follower and then turn on your notifications and you'll know when it's on up every week. It's also available on all kinds of podcasts. Um, there's really no reason to watch the video. It's usually just me or a chart. So what you really want to do is focus on, you know, the words and especially the words in between the astrology lingo, you know, get the energy of the week because that's what you can work with it really doesn't matter whether you know what the aspects or whatever that's causing that energy but if you know in general that's what you want to focus on so the podcast just look up astrological astrological winds channel it's on about 20 different podcasts You know, if you don't see it on one, try another review, Apple iPodcast, um, Spotify, etc. It's on that. Also, if you have an Instagram account, look up Astrological Wind's channel and become a follower. I post the link on there. And I also... Usually, most weeks I post a few other things too. You know, there might be a special day or two. I want to talk about the moon aspects or whatever. So, you know, you can get a little more detail. And it's usually just a quick blurb. It's not a video. It's just something you can read. Um, or I also post the, the link on my Facebook account. And that is a private account, so you have to become a friend, Matthew Lawton, L-A-U-T-E-N, and you can friend me, and that's what I use my Facebook for. So get me any of those ways. been doing readings professionally for over 20 years so you get your birth chart done get your own predictive work done the predictive work is your weather report for the next year just like I do for the week on this I do relationship charts children's charts fixed star readings for deeper Soul Purpose, um, astrocotography or relocation, you know, all types of different services. So uh, just drop me an email, M-A-T-T-H-U-E 823 at gmail.com. It's M-A-T-T-H-U-E 823 at gmail.com. And you can always get me through the comments section on YouTube or any of the places that this is out the the blog is out on. And also if you're interested in classes, I do have five beginning classes started. Um, they're available on Dropbox, $25 a class, 20 if you're a student with a student ID. Um anyone who wants to do them and they're ready for more, we can keep doing more of them. Um also can do group events, lectures, classes, things like that. So if you're looking for something like that, once again, M-A-T-T-H-U-E. 823 at gmail.com. If anyone wants to give a donation to the blog, um, you're welcome to do that. Just look up Matthew Lawton, L-A-U-T-E-N, on either Zelle or on um, Venmo or PayPal. And no donation is too small. So, you know, don't don't feel if that's ever the case. And um, thank you for all your support, everybody. Lots of um, followers being gained every week some nice comments here and there. I really appreciate it. All right. um, Well, it's going to definitely be an interesting week, folks. I think, you know, underlying, like I said, there's a greater spiritual awareness coming on, but the society's structures are definitely way under stress. And, uh, you know, this full moon is really going to show us a lot of intense stuff. Um, that needs to change within us and within our relationships to keep moving forward. All right, until next week, this is Matt Lawton signing off on the Astrological Winds Channel.